Uh uh-uh, uh, it's like <laughs> as short as possible. Sometimes I just say B, <laughs> <laughs> and then they don't know if you're saying Bay or Bitch. <laughs> that's, oh, I love that's, that. Uh, that's the beauty of <laughs> that. Is so funny, Mubby. <laughs> uh, I'm glad we're all laughing because uh, so today we are talking about. The interesting side of third year, the embarrassing, funny, confusing, frustrating moments that we have during our third year. Mm. And you know what? I'll start with the story. Love it. (laughs) Spill the tea, girl. Uh, It's uh, okay. You guys know I pride myself in like learning people's names and like remembering faces and all that stuff. Right. So I don't know if any of y'all have ever spent time in a radiologist reading room. Uh, a man but cave of radiology. It's, yeah, it's, it's like it's, dark. It's pretty right? dark. Yeah. yeah. So I met this doctor. I can't even remember his name right now, to be completely honest. Um, but it was like for a split second. And it was Monday of my second week. And I was all like, hi, my name is Bushra. <laughs> I'm the third year medical student doing this elective. And he goes, hey, nice to meet you. Are you working with anyone in particular? I was like, no, but you know what? I would love to go to IR. IR is interventional radiology because that's where the action is. And I could not stand another day being in that dark room. So he's like, cool, cool. Let me show you where it is. But he ends up pawning me off to the fellow who takes me to the IR suite. Okay, I had the best day in IR. It was awesome. I got to do a lot of stuff. The next day, I come back to that radiologist reading room, and I'm like with another radiologist, and he like talks to me, and he goes, "What was your name?" And I was like, "Bushra." And then I say, like, I do my whole spiel. My name is Bushra, third year medical student. And he looks at me like, "Yeah, I know, I know who you are. We met yesterday." Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like did we i was like i don't think we did because no, i legit, you said that. I legit thought we had never met before no yeah because i couldn't recall his like face or anything because it's dark in there yeah thank you margo <laughs> <laughs> thank you for saying that it was dark in there i can't tell what's what you know and so he goes I met you yesterday. Remember, I helped you get with IR and all this stuff. (laughs) And I was all like, oh, that's right. And then it's like complete awkward silence. And I'm like, thank God it was dark because my face is probably so red. And then he goes over to me and he's like, you know, if you want to make a good impression, you probably want to remember the people. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. And I was all like... He's, he's oh. right. He was right. I should have, you know. But it, Margo, it was dark. It was dark. I, you know, there's a joke in Peds. We called it going down to visit the Shadow Lords because they like live in the dark. And then when we went down there, there was this one radiologist who had, you know, those balance boards that you can like stand and mm. like work your abs out or whatever. He was standing on one of those, reading some pictures or images, and um, and then they had like artisanal juices and glass, and it was just like so extra. <laughs> How bougie. Yeah. Anyways, it's safe to say I'm not going into radiology, though. Yeah, it's too dark. They're you guys, like, I was so you embarrassed. Won't be able to I didn't recognize. want to interact with him the rest of the week because I was oh, no. I was so embarrassed. And he was just like, I think he was butthurt that I didn't remember who he was. But I was like, bruh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, was I sorry. made a mistake. 
so good, but sure, it happens. There's a lot of names to be learned yeah. on third year. We're talking about embarrassing stories. I think something most third years can relate to is when you're on a new service and you're trying to learn the flow of things. And especially if it's like you're getting called to a crash or something emergent and you've got to run. And like, I feel like medical students tend to be like little ducks following their resident. And sometimes the resident just like gets up and doesn't tell you. So you're in the habit of like always keeping an eye on your resident. And when they get up, you just go because they're not going to ask you. And so multiple times I've gotten up to follow a resident to the door of the bathroom and they turn around <laughs> and they're like, dude, you don't have to come in with me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so and, and you, just like, you have to play it off and be like, yeah, I was actually going this way. Yeah. Oh, I was going to the printer. Oh, yeah. you know, I know where my, I know my whereabouts around this hospital. Yeah. I think the person who has the most embarrassing stories is Lean. So oh I want to hear gosh. her. We have a group chat. Start from the beginning, girl. It's oh, always no. blowing up. We just, I don't even think I can remember the beginning. It's, that bad just pick a good one i think by the end of internal medicine i became very literal um especially when it comes to making plans you just you got to be super literal if there's something wrong with the vitals like fever you're gonna write fever right so i go to see this patient i think i'm super proud you know it's like the end of i am i'm like doing really good in this pulmonology rotation (laughs) and so i'm writing away and i was like okay so i have the big problems now what are the little problems that i guess or less dire problems that we're also you know working on and so i wrote okay patient has reduced bowel movements um and i told the whole backstory why he has reduced bowel movements and what we should do for it and then my resident comes to me a little while later and he's like um so i have some feedback for you (laughs) i was like oh yeah yeah i'd love feedback what's up and he's like so reduced bowel movements is called constipation I was like, oh, yeah, that, that must have been my accent coming out. And he's like, no, no, it wasn't. Stop trying to blame on your Arabness. Dr. Well, so he was also from Saudi Arabia, so I thought he'd get it. He didn't. He's like, no, that doesn't count. Um, yeah, that was that was great. When I was on gyne surgery after the operation, like four hours after an operation, you'd go and check on the patient to see how they were doing and their pain and if they were having bowel movements and whatnot. And so I had had three surgeries that morning, I think, which you would think is not an unreasonable amount of patient information to manage. But I walked into this patient's room and I was like, well, so have you heard from your son? How's his backpacking trip in Yellowstone? And she would like, her face went pale. And she's like, what do you mean my son's in Yellowstone? And she was like panicking. And I was like, oh my God, wrong patient. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's actually happened to me like 10 times. So yeah. How do you like, play that one off? Oh, and it's just like, Oh, how old is your son? I'm sorry. I'm thinking I'm thinking of a different patient. And then I learned don't ever like assume unless you really know. So just ask, like, how's your son? Because I think all of them had sons that day. So that's a safe question. But or just how's your kid? Have you heard from them? You try to Um, go the extra mile. It just bites you in the butt. Yeah. 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 Her son was an eight year old and there was no way he was going to be in Yellowstone by himself. She was really worried temporarily. So. I'm like chronically embarrassed, so it's like <laughs> I, I can't tell the difference between what's an embarrassing moment and what's not. And what is your life? Yeah, I do the most awkward. I'm the one who's making the awkward situations. Um, so I was um, presenting. So we do rounding in internal medicine, which is basically like going in front of every patient's room and like discussing that patient and then making up a plan right there so that their care is like continuously changed. Right. 
I was presenting a patient and I'm like, yeah, this patient has sepsis and they meet sepsis criteria because of X, Y, and Z. I, then I said, um, they have pneumonia and they're getting treated, but they also had an x-ray of suspected pneumonia. We're not sure if it's pneumonia. And then the attending stops me. He's like, did they have pneumonia or did they not have pneumonia? And I was like, like they have pneumonia. And he's like, then what's suspected about it? I was like, I was so embarrassed because, you know, sometimes you're just flustered in the moment. I was like, yeah, that's not what I meant to say. But I just took it as like, he he was like, yeah, you shouldn't say that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But I those are like the things I do. I like say stupid shit all the time. And then I remember one more. I think I sh- I shared this one with Busha. Um, so it was my last day on my surgery rotation. And the um, residents I worked with, they were like tough, but like amazing in a good way. Because they challenged me, but always ask questions after and make sure I learned everything in the end. So it was our last day and I was like getting up. Like I just like really wanted to tell them how appreciative I was. They're like saying bye and all that. And then everything gets quiet and all of a sudden like get up and I was like, can I give you a hug? And then they're like, they look at each other and they're like, yeah, you could give us a hug. So then I gave them a hug, but it was so awkward because like, oh my God, I think I made it so awkward. (laughs) I think you did too. (laughs) I think I did. That's not the story that I heard, though. What was the story? From your co-med student that you were with. I think they were surprised in a good way that you asked for a hug. And they were they said something along the lines of uh, they hope that internal medicine doesn't take away like that aspect of how like sweet you are away from you. Okay. I think it was awkward in your head. It was yeah. authentic. Yeah. I guess. I, I like that you're um, unapologetically yourself. Yeah, that's maybe the thing. On the wards, you know, on your clerkships. I try to be because I think for a long time I was like always worried about how I was looking or what people thought about me. But I just try to be who I am. I try to be very um, neutral. My facial expressions, they give me away a lot of the times. And so when I'm like, ooh, like that's awkward or like I found that very offensive, like that's written all over my face. And so when I'm getting like critiqued unfairly or something like that, I just try to keep a very neutral face. <laughs> that must be very hard for you. Because <laughs> you're actually like literally you could tell from your face I how know, you're feeling about it's a something. Problem. I think I try really hard. I don't know how successful I, I am at it because I, I can't I, see my I, own face. I personally think it's one of your strengths. To because let people, people know yeah, exactly. Then people know, like, because you let them know, like, oh, that wasn't okay, or I didn't like that. Yeah. Not everyone agrees with you. Yeah, I just feel thing. like I should save it for the end of a rotation. Probably. When they've gotten to know me a little bit better, yeah. and you have a little bit more uh, respect, I guess, in that regard, because you're no longer the newest person on on a team. I think I get more honest about how I'm feeling at the further that I get along. But that's why the first couple weeks of a rotation suck for me. Mm-hmm. They suck because <laughs> I feel like I'm like, Busher girl, stay on your best behavior because you don't need none of this. <laughs> you have to <laughs> try so hard yeah, and to I'm not like, be yourself. <clears throat> Just let it roll it off you. Roll it off you. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard. Um, so I was on my 24-hour shift, overnight shift. It was the first time I ever stayed up for 24 hours straight in a hospital setting. That was freaking amazing. Um, and I'm on the trauma team right now, the trauma surgery team. So we respond to traumas that come in and we assess, make sure we stabilize a patient, assess them, and then determine do they need to go to the OR, do they need to go to the floor, do they need to go to the ICU. 
last night was my first time and I, I was super excited. I've I actually it was funny because the day before I emailed an ED doc and I said, can I do an overnight at the ED? And she was like, well, we can try to work something out. But then I had it my overnight and I didn't realize we'd be in the ED all night. And so we left for a little bit to go assess a patient on the floor. And then I come back to the ED and there's security guards everywhere. And the nurses are making a line telling people where they're diverting like triage and things like that. And all the doors are locked. My card doesn't work. (laughs) And I was like, what? What is happening? And then I get an alert and it's saying, you know, there's a biohazard outbreak. Um, And so the ED's on lockdown. And I just lost my shit. I got so excited. Lee loves the extreme situations. I went, I snuck into the ED and I was like, what's the breakout? What are we breaking out from? And I was like, and the nurse was like, you're insane. She was like, yeah, we're having a biohazard outbreak. I log into the pulse system. It's kind of like the alert system for the whole hospital. And it's like low risk of possible Ebola exposure. And I... I went crazy. I got so excited. I was like, can I go see the Ebola patient? And my resident's like, no, you're crazy. You're going to get freaking Ebola. (laughs) Sit down. And I was just so excited. I saw security guards everywhere and I was like watching them do everything and everybody getting masked up and all the ED docs were kind of like, oh, great. Here we go. And all the residents were like, this sucks. But I was I was I was kind of in the background, like flailing in excitement. And everyone's like, what is going on? (laughs) So then I go. I I thought that was refreshing, though. I was so excited. Bushy tailed. (laughs) I go up to the SICU and I go up to the nurses and there's a resident there and I'm like, you guys, the ED's on lockdown from Ebola. <laughs> it's like a show. And then all the nurses are like, what? And then the resident turns around and like, you're still going on about this? <laughs> I, I love like, this that. Is the best thing I've ever experienced in my life. And I was like, I really want to go see the patient, but nobody will let me. Did you eventually? Oh, no, no. But I saw man. them. I saw them moving the patient. They had like the full on like space suits oh, on. And I was yes. like, yes. I so, saw that in house one time. I so, The show. And uh, New Amsterdam, but you didn't watch it. Yeah. I you obviously didn't also listen to news. our episode. <laughs> yeah, either. No, I did listen to your episode. The best episode, I think. It's so funny. Anyways, it was actually a really um, good one. Lean, did they actually have Ebola? I don't know, actually. While I was on the trauma team last night, I kind of accidentally fell asleep. I was studying. Somewhere along the studying, I fell asleep. And then I wake up. So I have this like crazy alarm for like pages on my phone. So that really freaks me out. And I wake up. So I get this like, like alarm, you know, shut down. Anyway, so I wake up to it. It's like trauma and the ED head down, you know, so I head down there. Problem was I was asleep. My contact stuck to my eye. I'm like half groggy. I'm not even there. And I like just casually walk into the trauma. (laughs) And my resident's like, get, get to the position. I was like, yeah, okay. So I like walk over with one eye and like I'm all droopy and the patient comes in and I'm just kind of like sleepwalking through my, (laughs) through my physical exam. They're like, lean, shout it out. And I'm like, what? And he's like, oh. I'll shout it out for you. Yeah. That's how so tired. lesson learned. <laughs> Don't fall asleep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you sleep with your contacts on? I accidentally slept. That's, That's dangerous, girl. I know. No, she wasn't. She told me she wasn't going to sleep because I had my 24 hour. Same type of situation happened, but in the opposite direction. So... <laughs> I don't know if that How makes that sense, happen? but I will tell you and you guys can make sense out of it. Uh, so what happened was I um, it was like a Saturday and everyone's like, oh, on Saturdays, the weekends, trauma is like so many traumas overnight. And I was like, OK, that'll keep me awake. Like I'll be like, you know, up and about. And so I was like, I'm never going to sleep because after when I wake up, I'm wa- I'm like I'm a zombie. Ha- I'm a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a complete zombie. And then um, so what happened was I was like, OK, I'm going to stay up. So it was 1030. Um, 
basically we didn't have any other work to do. So I literally was sitting and watching, like I watched a whole season of a show and then it was like um, six o'clock the next morning and the resident and the senior, the resident comes in, the senior resident comes in and they're like, oh, like they all look like they were well rested. Like they took a, they took a long sleep. And then they look at me, they're like, oh, how was your sleep? And I was like, I didn't sleep. And they're like, what? <laughs> Why didn't you sleep? You legit could have got like eight hours of sleep. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, yeah, I was I was afraid that I was going to like wake up and be like not understanding what's going on. And you you would have seen that side of me. And then they all started laughing. They're like, you're hilarious. And I was like, OK, I would have knocked out. Peace out. You guys, if I don't function well without sleep, yeah, like yeah. less than six hours of sleep, I'm like basically like incapacitated. But, but I'm like, worse I with like. Like, I'm worse with like two hours and then waking up that like it ruins. Yeah, yeah I knew I it was going to ruin me. When we do overnights and OB and peds, I just stayed up for 24 hours. Yeah. So does that make sense? I like woke up in the morning and then did my night shift and didn't sleep and then slept like two or three hours that morning and then went back to the nights. Oh, brutal. that's yeah. brutal. But I just, I don't know. I, I guess you're going to go into orthopedic. So get used to it. <laughs> no, <right. laughs> okay. I shouldn't have shared this one. But I should. So, you know, you guys know how I'm very like, I'll tell you guys when I have to use the restroom all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. It all like the runs th- my life. Her By the way, runs I, my think, life. I think my surgery residents noticed that. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. But I'm like, I'm always like, oh, I have to use the restroom. And they'll be like, okay. Like, you don't have to announce it to the world. But, you know, I announce it to the world. Scrub out and go to the bathroom. And then, no, I would never, not during surgery. Okay. Not during surgery, but you know how you're working. Capable of holding it. Yeah, I am. That's something new. But but it was so funny because um, I think they noticed, and in the end, I was just, just to make everything not awkward and super comfortable. I'm like, yeah, I'm just very like open with myself. I think that's not the words I used. Soften the blow. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just like talking oh, yeah. about how you have to peel. <laughs> I know. You guys know my entire GI system by now. I mean, <laughs> the I know what you're saying. We and know I how agree. much you love those herbal teas. <laughs> I, I feel like I used the wrong words at the wrong time. Okay, I'm gonna stop. It's okay. Oh, that's Speaking fine. of we wrong words that. at the wrong time, I was um, presenting to my preceptor on a family med case, and I said. He was um, not protruding vomit or diarrhea and blah, 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 blah. And then the attending kind of looked at me like Bush was looking at me now. And he was like, wait, <laughs> protruding? And I was like, oh, I meant pro- projectile. And then I just kept talking because yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, that was so stupid. <laughs> then the other doctor who was in the um, room listening, she was like, good on you for just being confident and going with it. <laughs> you guys, you know what's even funnier when you see your classmates saying the most awkward things and you're just like, you like try not to laugh at you, but you're like, that is hilarious. Like, yeah. I'm, just gonna- <laughs> I'm supporting yeah. you right now by not laughing. <laughs> This is why, exactly, this is why the way I support you. Yeah, and there's a lot of power in saying something with confidence and just rolling with the punches. You know, they do say, fake it till you make, make it. it. Yep, and sometimes, I was like hoping he wouldn't notice, because I did notice in my head, but I was like, just keep going, yeah. just keep going. Like, oh my gosh, that happens all the time. So I'm trying to think of some other stories that I have. I actually have a list of your stories, Margo, and I know I keep track of these things, because <laughs> honestly, this is what gets me through the day, it's just reading your guys' story. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's so 
hilarious. You just need a laugh. Um, you should you should tell about that one time where when you were delivering a baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so it was my first day on labor and delivery, and as we have already talked about, your first day or week on any rotation in service is just like. You don't know what you're doing and who you're talking to or who you've already met and not met. (laughs) And so shade. (laughs) I'll let you continue, though. Um, So I um, the gloves. I don't know if you've had a experience. Well, you'll all experience putting on sterile gloves. Yeah. Um, Kind of a difficult thing, especially by yourself. You know, you have to unfold the paper and like very carefully put them on and then half, maybe 90 percent of the time your fingers don't go in the right holes so <laughs> or you rip through the gloves that seems to be my thing in the yeah. OR. just go like right through those so gloves. luckily <laughs> most of the time you have someone helping you to like hold the glove open so you can put your hand in it but this time you know when a woman is 10 centimeters and crowning like no one's gonna help you because you are not the priority at that moment so here i am my first delivery i'm super excited i'm fumbling to put on the sterile gown and then put on these gloves you know very carefully lift them um, and then I turn around. <laughs> I have like you like I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready, but I have like maybe two fingers flopping over. You know, I'm like holding my hands in the sterile position, which is like out in front of you. I turn around. You know, half my fingers are flopped, and then I turn around, and the attending's like holding the baby already. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I was like, dang it, <laughs> you missed your first delivery. I, I know, and it was supposed to be like my student baby because it's a you know um it's her second baby and they those births tend to be a lot easier for the med students to deliver and he was just like sorry get the next one (laughs) (laughs) but just like babies are just being birthed all the time it will work out right yeah and and i did get to catch some babies later i learned how to do the gloves you know they let you take some home to practice i really recommend doing that um you're gonna have to teach me all that i did oh, surgery okay. but i didn't you not have to once yourself. love myself okay, yeah, I'll teach deliveries you. it's a little different because oh, yeah. it's usually you and the attending that's it there's no like scrub tech or anything like that yeah, yeah. it's not necessary but we yeah. can practice like gowning that. and gloving yourself is a good skill to have yes but that's just like my quintessential like first week of rotation is just me turning around my like gown is half off one shoulder my gloves are like half folded Gosh. over you know like three fingers in one hole and i and wish i could baby. i wish i could see that image i know we needed Literally. a picture for instagram it's just the most funny i was that's just hilarious. laughing i was like of course i would miss the baby <laughs> on on my first day in the or i'm thank god i had the coolest scrub tech like he puts the gown on and i have my mask and then i put like my hands you know he has the sterile gloves right Okay, so I don't know. I, I twisted my fingers and put the glove in, but I didn't realize I did that. And so he's sitting there, like, looking at every finger. We sat there for, like, a good two minutes. And he's like, I don't know if this glove's deformed. It's just your finger. And I was like, man, the glove is made. It's like, so this one, like, got past the machines. Like, it didn't, it wasn't made well. And we just could not figure it. And he's like, oh, your fingers are twisted. And I was like, oh, and then after the after the procedure, he's like, "Hey, so the way you're gonna do it, you just gotta rip it off." And I'm sitting there, and it's not ripping. Oh my off. gosh, that's so you're hard. Down. No, no, no. But it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, like usually, like okay, if it takes five minutes for the student to get it off, that's fine. It's like they're a med student. But it took me a good like half hour with the scrub tech. <laughs> 
Somebody didn't just eventually have mercy on you and just take it off. He's like, okay, okay. So let's try this technique. He taught me like five techniques, by the way, throughout this entire process. Techniques. It was so embarrassing. He's like, put your elbow in the sleeves and then like rip it off. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. And I'm like, (laughs) and it's still like, I totally know that. Like you're like all ready. And then you just hulk as hard as you can to like rip. And then it gets like stuck around your neck. He like pulled me aside. He's like, it's okay. You're learning. I totally understand that this was all embarrassing. That's nice like, of him. Thank you. That's nice of him to like, there you have, like almost point out your embarrassment. You're coming into the Say OR. Sorry. I'm still there ripping my gown off. It was so embarrassing, you guys. That's so funny. But I hate being rushed, you guys. Oh, oh my gosh, because yeah. it makes you do it. It takes longer yes. for you to do yeah, something. And you make obviously you make more mistakes too. <laughs> yeah. You know, you end up missing a delivery or right. or the opportunity <laughs> yeah. to scrub in or oh. like uh, more often than I'm comfortable with. I feel like I'm being rushed. Mm-hmm. Oh, your patient's already here. Um, what patient? <laughs> I didn't know I had a patient. Yeah. You furiously looking through the electrical electronic medical record, like trying to figure out who this person is and why they're here. Like, I just I like to be calm cool and collected yes. in front of like you know or at least patient. aware like even or if it's aware, fast yeah. pace, as long as you're aware it's like that's fine oh my mm-hmm. gosh and but i'm just like at this point i should just expect to or the worst is when like okay you know a patient's coming in you only have like five minutes to go through the record all the residents are going through the record right and so we go to see the patient right before the residents are giving kind of a rundown of the patient and it turns out like the stuff you read you don't know if you read the right record at all <laughs> Because they'll just tell you the most random. You're like, why didn't you read that? I didn't read they had heart failure. Where did you get that from? You know? Oh, that's the worst. Then you just they look like you don't know, know what you're doing. They always know something you don't know. I know. Yeah. They always know a lab value that you didn't see in the right. freaking EMR. Somehow they, they always know that little oh, yeah. important bit of information that you just didn't don't see. know. <laughs> yep. And you just go, oh, I didn't okay. see that. <laughs> I'll have to look that up. I've I've been saying that a lot lately, and I'm just you know what I I'm not gonna argue with whoever your superior is, yeah, whether it's a one. resident or an attending, <laughs> because sometimes it could have just been a, a new lab value that just came in and you weren't mm. able to see it, and it's yeah. not your fault necessarily. But you know you gotta stop being butthurt about these small little things because yeah. um. You don't want to annoy your superior. It's not worth it. You don't have the time to be butthurt about the small things. <laughs> you learn tips and tricks along the way of I, navigating the different EMRs. And- yo, I appreciate those residents that just take mercy on you. They look at you and you're like, look at this hot mess. <laughs> Here's a tip. <laughs> Let me help you out. Because that happened to me my first day at the VA. This EMR that they use that's like literally so outdated. Yeah. So outdated. And this sweet resident came up to me and she saw the frustration in my face and she was like are you okay do you need some help how to like navigate i was like yes (laughs) i do need help yes 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 i do uh i don't know anything about this uh where is like you anything that you would want to find is not ideally located like it just doesn't make any sense so she like spent some time and showed me like tips and tricks and like made my life the rest of the two weeks uh a lot easier than it would have been. So shout, shout out to those residents, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all are the real MVP. Gold stars. I love All the around. resident who showed me the copy forward function in Epic. So in OB, while women are in labor and delivery, you end up doing a lot of like repetitive notes as you're monitoring them through labor. 
And so this whole like the whole week, first week again, I was typing out the whole note over and over and over yeah. again. And then at the by Friday, this resident, he's like, you know, there's a button that just says copy forward, which copies the note that you had written prior and then like or into a new note. The and then you can just like edit it from there because you're ma- making very little changes. And yeah, I was saved so much time. <laughs> I didn't know that. You're going to have to show me. Yeah, yeah you're going to have you. to show me too. <laughs> those little gems that make your life yeah. so much easier. Yeah, and I think that a lot of those people actually help make those embarrassing moments a little bit easier, you know? Because they're like, oh, we've been there. We've done that. I have actually had a lot of residents say that to me. Like, oh, I used to do that too. Like, don't worry. You're not the only one. I think the residents who came from the same background as me and shared the same passions as me really helped me the most. They really, they completely understood where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do and that this little hot mess is eventually going to be a doctor. (laughs) One day. (laughs) One day. And they really supported that. So shout out to them. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. Well, everyone, thanks for listening to us and our stories as we stumble gracefully through medical school. Make sure to give us a shout out on Instagram and Twitter at Bundle of Hers for both of them, right? Yeah, got it, dude. And if you guys have funny stories that you want to share with us, feel free to reach out on our various social media platforms. And until next time, bye bye. Bye bye. You've done plastic burning stuff. Yeah, I've been here. Dude, look at you. So far.